ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930 present The Drive. Brought to you by Huntington Federal Savings Bank. Local then, local now. Member FDIC. Welcome into the Friday, March 25th edition. Your drive begins now on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. I'm your host, Paul Swan. Thanks for tuning in. As I mentioned, it's Friday. That means we're getting set for the weekend. One way we'll get set for the weekend, of course, is March Madness that continues. We have got all the games for you coming up tonight and throughout the weekend. We'll tell you about what matchups you can expect tonight. We're going to look at last night's action later on. How's your bracket doing? I can tell you right now we'll go over the scores, but my bracket is almost done. I have lost three of my four Final Four teams. I have lost my national champion. That happened last night with Gonzaga. And I've said it on this program time and time again, and I keep doing it for some stupid reason. I don't know why I'm doing it, but Gonzaga burns me. Every time I go with them, if I don't pick them, that team has burned me. If I do pick them, if I pick the Zags, I pick everyone on that team to go far. If I pick them, they'll let me down somewhere. I keep doing it. It's some sort of block I have in my mind that i got to write them down. This could be it. This could be the year. They've been flirting with this forever. This could be the year. No, I can't do that anymore. So I'm officially breaking up with Gonzaga, my uh, my March Madness bracket relationship with the Zags is officially over. I am not picking them past the Sweet 16. And that strategy will probably come back and get me next year. So how's your bracket doing? Arizona lost also, so we're going to go over all of that. Our office pool bracket right now, it's, it's the walking wounded. Of all the brackets we have here in the office, every single bracket except one has lost its champion. Arizona's out. Kentucky's out. Tennessee is out. Gonzaga is out. That took out the majority of everyone last night in the bracket. And there's one co-worker, lone co-worker, has Kansas winning it all. And right now, the way it's the sea has been parting for some of these teams, like Duke, for example, Duke continues to Duke on. It could be Duke versus Kansas for the championship. That's what it's looking like right now. Kansas, of course, needs to continue its roar, its march. Let's get Providence tonight. So we're going to get into all of that with you. Uh, we're going to check in on baseball here in a little bit. Thundering Herd taking on Rice. Marshall Soccer, the women, are in Athens getting set to take on Ohio for spring soccer and exhibition of friendly and, of course, softball action earlier today. Marshall defeating Middle Tennessee at home 4-1. to Senior Maya Stevenson, 50th home run of her career. And Sydney Nestor, her 500th career strikeout. And the Thundering Herd back to winning with that 4-1 victory. Marshall now 17-9 overall, 1-3 in Conference USA. You lose your last four, so you get this victory. You're back on the winning side. You drop Middle Tennessee. That team's now 15-16, and 2-2 two and two in league play. You've got Game 2. It's a three-game series, and Game 2 is going to be tomorrow at 1 p.m. back at the dot. Yeah, it's going to be on ESPN+, Plus, but 
if you want to really experience it, what are you doing on a Saturday? If you've got a response back that says, why nothing, Paul? I am not doing anything on a Saturday. You should head over and support the ladies at the dot. And that's pretty good. You look at what Maya Stevenson did. She is, along with Rachel Folden. Now, this is pretty good company. Maya Stevenson, now in the same breath as a Hall of Famer, a Marshall Athletics Hall of Famer, Rachel Folden, as the only player in team history with 50, count them, 50 homers in a career. Stevenson is second all-time, while Folden, 58. Is eight doable? Can you catch up with Rachel Folden? It's doable. Definitely will give you numbers to merit admission into the Marshall Hall of Fame, the Athletics Hall of Fame. I mean, I know her career's not over just yet, but we're already talking about looking at some of these numbers here. Maybe, just maybe, maybe you have a pretty good resume here when it's your time to be considered for the Hall of Fame. Now, of course, with all of that said, let's not overlook what Sidney Nestor did. Complete game victory. That's her 11th of the season. She had eight strikeouts, so she's now at 162. She had 344 strikeouts during her three seasons at North Carolina State. Her previous high, and she's already got past that, was 153. That was from her freshman season in 2019. So congratulations to both of them. Thundering Herd hopefully can do it again tomorrow and again on Sunday. And, of course, if you can't catch it, it's, again, it's going to be on ESPN+. Plus. You can't catch it. And, of course, if you are out and about tomorrow, you want to flip back and forth. It's okay. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to allow it. You can flip back and forth between the NCAA tournament. We're going to have that for you here on ESPN 94.1 AM 930. Uh, over on the student radio station, they'll have that game for you as well at 88.1. So shout out to our friends over at uh, the at the training ground for many of us here over at the campus, the call coming up tomorrow. But we're going to have a lot, and I mean a lot, of basketball action coming up the next couple of days. I'm looking forward to that. We'll talk about your bracket I want to put it to rest. I want to. I'm still going to be watching the games. I'm not done. I'm just. My bracket is pretty much. We're going to have the ceremony for it. We're going to put it to rest here sometime this weekend. I'm not sure when. Maybe after I find out what Kansas does. If Kansas loses, it'll be a quick ceremony tomorrow. I will print it so I can burn it. If Kansas wins, gets into the Final Four, if they get into the Elite Eight Final Four, then that's the ceremony will be after that because I won't have any more. I looked at the CBS app, Red X, Red X, Red X, Red X. Yeah, I um, the place I used to help me research, I made some, I thought some sensible decisions, and then Baylor left, Kentucky left, Gonzaga left, Arizona left. A lot of teams left me. But here's the flip side of this. I can 
I'm almost free to root now for, I don't know, say Duke. I'm free to root for Duke. I had Texas Tech beating them. I was close, too, on that. I was really close. That would have maybe staved off the final execution of my bracket, maybe just a little bit. But I'm free now. I'm free to root for probably Duke. Coach K, final run, final time. Going to the Elite Eight, can Coach K take it to the Final Four? Can Coach K take it to the championship game? Can Coach K win it? A walk-off? Win the national championship on a walk-off? You're done? I'm leaving? And here I go. I'm, I'm going out on top with another national championship, bringing it back to Duke? That would be amazing. I'm almost relieved now, almost relieved that my bracket is busted so I, I could actually maybe enjoy the rest of this. Because, you know, I'm, I don't know, here's the one thing I enjoy doing the bracket. The other side of that is I don't enjoy doing the bracket because now I'm like, I'm committed. And when things don't go well, I'm not having a good time. Oh, my team lost. Oh, another one of my teams. I was, I was watching the bracket more. So this is kind of actually, in a sense, it's, it's liberating just a bit, just a bit. Now, I'm not one of these active gamblers. I'm not a big wager. And so I'm not sitting there playing money lines. I'm not sitting there playing St. Peter's tonight. I'm not doing it, despite what you might have heard. I'm not, I'm not actually doing that. And so I'm sort of relieved. It's all over now for me. I'm still going to watch the games because we've got some pretty good matchups coming up tonight. Uh, can St. Peter's make it? Can St. Peter's continue that run? Cinderella? You know, what about UNC versus UCLA? We've got these matchups. We're going to tell you about them when we continue. We're going to also open up a couple of things for you. The phone line we're going to open up at 304-523-2275. Now, when we open that phone line up, that's the text line. So if you want to text the program, that phone line is 304-523-2275. I got the... Text line already open, ready for you. It's Friday, so what do you want to go over? What have we not talked about yet that you want to touch on? What have you heard from the week that you want to maybe get your final thoughts on? You want to vent about something? We got you covered. Text line 304-523-2275. Also, we do it the old-fashioned way at 877-420-TALK. That's 877-420-8255. That phone line brought to you by White Claw. Hard seltzer, it is made pure. So you've got the numbers now. You know what to do with them. Text 304-523-2275 and phone 304-523-2275. That's the text line right there. And, of course, I'll talk to you at 877-420-TALK. You've got the numbers. You know what to do with them. We will get you updated on baseball, Marshall baseball in action, taking on Rice We'll talk a little bit about last night's action. We'll also get your thoughts on what's happening this weekend, what happened this week, something we talked about throughout the week. Final chance for you to maybe talk about it, put it to rest before we start a fresh new week. All that's coming up when we continue with this edition of The Drive on ESPN 94.1 at AM 930.
This is The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Brought to you by Huntington Federal Savings Bank, the local bank that's here for every step of your life's journey. Member FDIC. Our text line is now open 304-523-2275. That's 304-523-2275. Paul Swan, your host for The Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. Get set for your weekend on this Friday. Earlier today, we saw the Thundering Herd win in softball against Middle Tennessee, 4-1. Right now, we're hoping that Marshall Baseball can get it going top the seventh. Rice is leading the Herd 5-2. Owls are pretty good in baseball. Thundering Herd only trailing by three. It's top of the seventh. Rice leading 5-2. We'll keep an eye on that game for you. And, of course, the baseball's in action as well this weekend as well as softball. We don't have a score from the Marshall contest women's soccer against Ohio. It's a friendly. Usually we don't get live statting for this again because this is a this is spring soccer. This is it doesn't matter the score. I'm sure you want to win, but it doesn't really matter because it's a friendly, it's an exhibition, it's a spring matchup. You're using this to get some live minutes for your squad against another team. Hopefully the Thundering Herd's doing well, and we'll probably uh, we'll hopefully find out about that on Monday, if not sooner. So I'm looking forward to seeing uh, what the Herd can do. Uh, we had a great conversation with Marshall women's soccer coach Michael Swan. He was with us earlier in the week, and if you missed that interview, you can always go back and listen to it. It's on our podcast right now. Every show that we do, we post on our podcast, and you can follow on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcast. Now, uh, we were talking about some of the things that were happening for the Thundering Herd. We're going to still talk about last night's March Madness action as we have got four matchups to tell you about tonight. You can tune in starting at 7.09 for the tip-off in the east between St. Peter's and Purdue. You would think Purdue would have the edge in this one, but St. Peter's has proven uh, at least a couple of times that it's pretty good at knocking off teams that shouldn't be knocking off. Can it beat Purdue? and make it to the Elite Eight, that would be Cinderella knocking on the door if that happens. UNC taking on UCLA. That's coming up tonight at 939. Again, these are the matchups in the East. In the Midwest, Providence taking on Kansas. That's set for 729 tip. And then Iowa State taking on Miami. That's set for a 959 tip. So the way these games are staggered, of course, you can flip back and forth. You can watch them if you're able to watch them on TV, but I know for many of you, maybe that's not the option you have. We got you covered. We'll have full coverage of all these matchups coming up. Tournament today begins at 6 o'clock. Tip-off set for 7.09, as we mentioned, with St. Peter's and Purdue. And you can listen to our coverage here on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. Also on our sister station, Cat Sports 93.3 and 1340. And what Westwood One does We'll start off with St. Peter's versus Purdue. Then when UNC taking on UCLA happens, we'll go back and forth, go to the best action. It's going to be pretty staggered. Same thing, Providence, Kansas, Iowa State, Miami. You know, when these games start to tip off, we'll go to that action and go back and forth. So, you know, you'll hear that Purdue matchup first, and then we'll get to the Kansas. And then, you know, after those two are over, because we'll go back and forth between them, you know, we'll get you set for the second pair 
and then we'll get you started with UNC and UCLA. Then we'll get you to Iowa State, Miami. So if you want to keep tabs on all the games and you can't watch them, we got you covered right here on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. As I mentioned, we're keeping an eye on the Rice-Marshall matchup. And right now, it's still top of the seventh, and Rice has added another run. So it's 6-2. Again, that is top of the seventh for Marshall baseball. Hopefully the Thundering Herd can turn that around real quick. Speaking of baseball, spring ball continuing. Major League Baseball getting set for opening day next month. Earlier today, it was the Pirates defeating the Twins 2-1. And we'll be there for the start of Pirates baseball on opening day here again on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. So last night, bracket busting for a lot of us. If you had Arizona, you're, you're done. Houston with the win there, 72-60. to I was hoping for that to happen only because I thought it had a shot. And that would eliminate some people in my bracket pool that had them. I know I was sacrificing points, but I thought, well, I'm going to be sacrificing some points, but they're going to be sacrificing a champion. So Arizona loses. That knocks off a couple of people in the bracket. So they can't win, at least with the champion being Arizona. They can't win that way. So I was happy there. And then I was getting excited because I thought, okay, Texas Tech can maybe beat Duke pull this off and because I picked Texas Tech over Duke and Texas Tech it was a close contest but losing that one 78 to 73 and Jeremy Roach what 15 points great guard play what can you do you got a great coach there too and coach K you're not going to get coach K beat too many times if you're just trying to go X's and O's with him, if you're trying to outcoach him, it's going to be tough. So Duke does it again. Maybe now they're going to make it to the Final Four. Maybe they're going to make it to the National Championship game. That would be a great way to see Coach K, unless you're a Kentucky fan, then you don't like Coach K. But if you are a basketball fan, you like Coach K, Duke gets the win. Villanova gets the win over Michigan. I really didn't have a dog in that fight, 63-55. to And then the matchup that... I had everything riding on Arkansas beating Gonzaga 74-68. to We actually had someone in our pool pick that matchup. Now, their bracket's busted with Tennessee being their champion, but at this point, you're trying to grab as many points as you possibly can. So Gonzaga did me no favors, breaking my bracket. I thought some of the games were... I thought officiating, I'm not saying this is the reason why, but I wasn't really impressed with the the officiating, especially in that one. I wasn't impressed. Some things I, I did see come to fruition, though, I think teams that have experience are going to thrive here in this stretch run. I think guard play is going to be key. I think defense is going to you know, be key. If you've got good defense at this point in the tournament, You've got a better shot. Good guard play, great defense, or good defense even. But I think experience matters. These are some of the things that we're kind of hoping that we see for the Thundering Herd. Want to see some really good guard play? I mean, we've been seeing a lot of it in the tournament. Want to see a really good defense? Now, I I like the up-and-down style, but I think you can also work in a little 
little defensive um, pattern there to kind of complement what you're trying to do. So, you know, these are some good things that hopefully, you know, we'll see. And at a transfer, by the way, I want to mention this, a transfer portal. I don't know if Marshall would go after him only because maybe he didn't get the time that he thought he should get, but Western Kentucky's forward center, Isaiah Cozart, has entered the portal. Now, he only managed average 6.1 minutes a contest, so that amounted to 1.3 points per game and one-and-a-half rebounds contest. Is that someone that Marshall might go after, might be interested in? So I don't know. I don't know yet how Danny's going to be attacking the portal, what he's going to try to do, how he's going to try to fix some of the, the things that maybe he feels uh, he needs to get better at. And for the most part, we haven't heard of anyone else coming out. Not yet, anyway. We haven't heard of anyone leaving the team, wanting to get into the portal or just transferring out. You know, we haven't heard of anyone yet making that. It's been pretty quiet on that front. So you know, is that going to mean that maybe there won't be that many spots available for the herd? You know, will there be some changes? As we said, you know, this, was, um, you know, this is going to be a transition here. We're going to see maybe you know, Marshall do some things the same way it does and maybe do some things differently. I mean, that's going to be interesting to, to talk to Dan here in a few weeks, a few months, just to see how he's doing things the same, how he's approaching things differently. And, of course, if uh, you were not with us the other day when we had Marshall Athletic Director Christian Spears on the program, you can go back and listen to some of the things he talked about, including you know some of the conversations he had with Dan D'Antoni. It's really good stuff, and that's also available on our podcast. So we will update baseball. We'll keep an eye on it. It's gone to the bottom of the seventh now, 6-2 to two in favor of Rice. We're going to keep an eye on that for Marshall. We're going to get your phone calls and text in. Text line is open, and we do that at 304-523-2275, 304-523-2275. Phone line 877-420-TALK. Brought to you by White Claw Hard Seltzer. It is made pure. More coming up. It's The Drive, ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. This is The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Presented by Huntington Federal Savings Bank. Welcome back to the Friday, March 25th edition, The Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. I'm your host, Paul Swan. We've been keeping an eye on Marshall Baseball. Thundering Herd's taking on Rice this afternoon. And it's the bottom of the seventh right now. Marshall trailing 6-2. to two. Bottom of the seventh, two runners are on base, so hopefully Marshall can start to make a comeback in this one. We'll keep an eye on this one until 6 o'clock. Thundering Herd earlier today, victorious in women's softball, 4-1 to one over Middle Tennessee. So softball, victorious baseball, trying to get that win as well. We've got a lot going on, I think, the next week or so. we got a lot going on. Practice is going to begin for the Thundering Herd. Spring practice is going to begin. And you've seen the dates. They've been posted. The Herds put those dates out. But what you might not know, and we got the note yesterday. It was a little bit before airtime. I just want to make sure you know it. Practice isn't going to be open to the public. And I know some of you enjoy that. And I'm not telling you you're wrong. I'm not telling you you're wrong. But, you know, any more Practices are not going to be necessarily open to the public. I mean, 
If you're a basketball fan, you enjoy all of the privileges that Dan likes to give to the fans. Dan opens practice. Come on in. You can see he'll he'll interact with you. It's a little different with football. So I know that's disappointing to some of you that football practice will not be open. But it's all going to be at the uh, indoor practice facility, but not open to the public. So I know that's um, that's disappointing for a lot of you. At the same time, however, uh, the green and white game, the spring game, whatever they're going to call that, the spring game, uh, not settled yet where that's going to be, when that's going to be, where that's going to be. As soon as we get that, I'm going to pass that along to you as soon as I have that information. So... I have no really foundation for speculation where it could be. It could be in the uh, indoor practice facility. It could be maybe at one of the local fields across the Tri-State. I don't know. I don't know what the Thundering Herd would like to do with that particular event. So hopefully we're going to find that out sooner than later because I know some of you would like to plan and prepare. So I'm going to hope that Marshall can figure that out. We hope to have some more information coming up next week as, again, practices will begin. We'll have some periodic check-ins with Marshall football coach Charles Huff throughout the week. Practices are going to um, start in earnest next week. So I know some of you are excited because that means the countdown for you probably has already begun for the resumption of football. And I'm interested to see what year two looks like for Coach Huff and his squad He's going to have a team that has more of his flavor to it. Not that the team last year didn't, but he's bringing in more of his pieces, more of his class, more of everything that he wants to do. And he's talked about it. It's a process. And, of course, coaches believe, and if they don't believe, why should you? So they believe that it's a process and they have a formula that if you follow the process – it will lead to success. So I'm excited to see what happens year two with Marshall football and Coach Huff. And, of course, going into a new conference, heading into the Sun Belt, unless something happens on the on the legal side that actually goes in Conference USA's favor. I don't think that's happening for Conference USA. Marshall's playing in the Sun Belt. They're already tearing up the turf and planning that out, plotting that, tearing it up, plotting it, and getting it ready doing its thing. Wouldn't it be funny? Conference USA team having to roll into Huntington with a Sunbelt logo on on the I, I would I don't want to see that happen, but that would be hilarious. That would be hilarious. Just Sunbelt everything. Just again, we're divorcing, right? As a media, as fans, as coaches and administrators, we're going through a divorce right now with Conference USA. It's not a good breakup. It's not one of those where you know we can all sit down together. We can be adults here, and we can figure out how we're going to break up. No, it's it's a messy divorce. We're going to court, getting away from our crazy ex. Conference USA won't let us go. And before we hit the break, Conference USA reminds me of an ex girlfriend I had. I I broke up with her, and she would not take that. She would not understand that when someone breaks up with the other person, that means you don't want to be with them anymore. And so she did not get that point. And it got messy. 
it got messy. So, yes, I have had crazy ex-girlfriends before, and Conference USA maybe, maybe displaying some of those tendencies. I don't know, but, you know, it's, it's a divorce right now. This is where we're at with Conference USA. We're in the divorce period. Maybe one day everything will be all fine. Everything will be good. The good news is I think there will be some relationships that still can be possible with some of the programs in Conference USA, the ones that remain, like Western Kentucky, maybe maybe Middle Tennessee. I, I'll be interested to see how that comes. I would like to see more Western Kentucky on the schedule. I'd be happy with that if, if the two parties can make it happen. That would be interesting, to say the least, to see that rivalry in a non-conference capacity. However it plays out, one thing is certain. There's going to be some fun had in the Sun Belt with some of those teams, and I'm looking forward to it. All right, quick timeout. We come back. I've still got time to take some of your texts, so you can join me, 304-523-2275. That's 304-523-2275. That's our text line this hour. More coming up with this edition of The Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. This is The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Brought to you by Huntington Federal Savings Bank, the local bank that's here for every step of your life's journey. Member FDIC. It's our final segment. Paul Swan, your host. It's The Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. We're keeping an eye on Marshall and Rice, middle of the eighth now. Rice still leads Marshall baseball action 6-2. Middle of the eighth now, Marshall trailing 6-2. Rice, let's hope the Herd can get it rallying. Get those rally caps on. Let's see if the Herd can make this happen and get a win here. Softball earlier today, defeating Middle Tennessee 4-1. Spring baseball earlier, Pirates defeat the Twins 2-1. And I didn't mention this. Uh, Our intern usually is here, Ryan Sirk, but uh, Friday is not his day. And yesterday, he was adamant that I had to watch USA. This was World Qualifier, World Cup Qualifier action here. Needed this. USA got a point. Playing Mexico. It went to a draw. It was... I looked at this for a minute, and I thought USA played well, but there were some questionable... There were some shots that USA tried to take that I could have made that they did not. That net was so wide open, I could have hit that shot. I was just, I was looking at this like, why? Why? I've seen better soccer. What is going on here? So, uh, USA, and this is, again, our intern, Ryan Sirk of the 2020 National Champions, Thundering Herd. He was watching as well, so... um, I watched. I gave gave it a look-see. I promised I would. I gave it a look-see. Some of you, uh, I got a couple of texts yesterday. Some of you were actually going to watch that because, well, it was a it was a more important match than some of the NCAA matchups. And the way the bracket was going for me yesterday, yeah, you know, wasn't going well. So why not? Why not watch a little soccer? Coming up tonight, if you are interested at all and seeing maybe a team from West Virginia win it all, Women's basketball, the D2 National Championship, is coming up tonight. It's going to be on CBS Sports Network at 8 o'clock. 
Glenville State has made it all the way to the championship, taking on Western Washington. So that is 8 o'clock tonight on CBS Sports Network. If you want to watch a team from the state of West Virginia win a national championship, everybody, Herd fans, Mountaineer fans, everyone should get behind Glenville State. If you're just a fan of basketball and you're from the area, you should get behind Glenville State. So that's coming up tonight. 8 o'clock, CBS Sports Network. Uh, I'll be keeping an eye on that as well as, of course, all the NCAA action. If you joined us late, don't forget, stick around. We've got the tournament today coming up following the show, and then we have got East and Midwest action in the Sweet 16. 709 tip-off, St. Peter's trying to get into the Elite Eight. Will that Cinderella run continue? They'll face off against Purdue. Then at 729, it'll be Providence versus Kansas. And then 939, UNC versus UCLA. Iowa State versus Miami, the late game, 959 p.m. We'll have coverage of all the best action from all those games right here on ESPN, 94.1 and AM 930. Also on our sister station, Cat Sports 93.3 and 13:40. So, you got a lot to choose from tonight. You got the NCAA tournament, you can watch the Division 2 National Championship with Glenville State tonight. You can support them. Hopefully, we can get a national championship brought back to the state of West Virginia and I, can, I think we all can agree, doesn't matter if you have allegiances to a different school in the state. You know, we can all root for a in-state school like Glenville State going for a national championship. And, of course, if that's not your thing and basketball is not your thing, you can do what I'm doing tonight. I'm going to be flipping back and forth. i got a lot i got to keep an eye on tonight. Pittsburgh's taking on the Rangers tonight. I know there are a lot of Pittsburgh Penguins fans, and I know that you all know that I am not a Pittsburgh Penguins fan, so that's coming up tonight, 7 o'clock against my Rangers. Washington taking on Buffalo, that's 7 o'clock tonight. And Columbus taking on Winnipeg, that's 8 o'clock tonight. All that action on the ice, so I think that's pretty safe to say. Other than Carolina, those are probably the three teams most associated with the region, Pittsburgh, Washington, and Columbus, all three teams which I do not root for because I am a Rangers fan. So that's where we stand as far as all the action. And, of course, don't forget, there is herd action tomorrow and Sunday on the Diamond, both for softball and for baseball. And checking baseball right now, bottom the eighth, 6-2 in favor of Rice. Again, this is bottom of the eighth. Marshall's the home team, 6-2 in this one. Hopefully the herd can get it going. It would be nice. Rice in this contest, 10 hits. Marshall's only got four hits, two runs, four hits. I'd like to see Marshall get this one, especially since it's against Rice. You want to get this one. Honestly, whatever happens here, I think we all can agree, once that baseball park is built, they're going to be a lot better. How much better, we're going to find out, but... The fact they're in this one, 6-2 against Rice, I, that, I feel good about that. And West Virginia's coming up as well. So keep that in mind. The, the game against West Virginia is coming up on Tuesday. So we're going to try to get Wags on this week. 
Jeff Wagner. I want to talk to him a couple of things about his squad. I want to talk to him about, of course, the baseball park conversations he's had with Christian Spears. So we're going to try to get him on, on Monday. No promises. I can't guarantee that's happening, but that's the uh, next opening and schedules for everyone involved. So we're going to try to get him in on Monday. And uh, we're going to hopefully, if uh, if schedules are still clear, we're going to be talking to Marshall Athletic Director Christian Spears. We'll talk to him on Tuesday. So that's the plan. And uh, we hope to hear from Coach Huff earlier in the week. So I think we're going to hear from Coach Huff on Monday as well. Uh, he's going to make himself available to us for a little bit. So we're going to try to catch up with him on Monday, catch up with Coach Wagner and uh, Christian Spears on Tuesday. Already a front-loaded, busy, early part of the week. I'm excited for next week. And, of course, uh, we're going to be at the Union on Monday. Uh, we are going to be at the Union for our final time for a brief hiatus. We'll pick back up closer to the start of football season again, but we're going to be at the Union one final time for a while, and that'll be on Monday, so I encourage everyone to come out and enjoy the show at the Union Pub and Grill and take advantage of the specials on Monday, $1.50 bottles and $2 call shots. That's every Monday at the Union Pub and Grill. And we're going to be hanging out at the Union one final time for at least the the uh, the next few months. We'll be back soon, so don't worry. We're not going anywhere. We're just taking it. We're taking some time apart. We're taking a break from each other. That's all. That's it. We're just taking taking a brief break. Herb wants to see other people, and I get that. He wants to. He we're breaking up. We're not breaking up. We're just. It's our it's our hiatus. We have a scheduled hiatus in here, and that's when we're taking it here. I see. I'm starting stuff now. Like, why don't you want Swan to come down anymore? Yeah, yeah. I I don't want that rumor started. Like, yeah, I heard heard Swan's not coming down for a while. What'd you do to him? What'd you do to make him mad? I don't want that rumor started. I mean, it would be funny, but I don't want that started. So don't don't do it. Don't do it whatsoever. I mean, it's funny. Don't do it, though. Uh, keeping an eye on baseball. We're going to the top of the ninth now. Marshall taking on Rice. And Rice with the lead 6-2. to two. This is top of the ninth. And the Thundering Herd uh, needing to uh, score in bunches quickly to maybe force this thing into extra innings or take the win in the ninth. We'll keep an eye on it. And uh, hopefully uh, this will... Um, this will turn out well for the herd, but 6-2 right now is where it stands for the Thundering Herd, trailing Rice going into the top of the ninth. And don't forget, softball action tomorrow, baseball action tomorrow, and on Sunday as well. Hopefully if you have some time, you can head out to either the baseball park or you can head out to the dot to support the women. I'm sure uh, both teams would appreciate it. If you have some time, you can go out and support them. I'm definitely no baseball would appreciate it, and softball would as well. So that's about it for the show today. Uh, we got it all done. I appreciate everyone who uh, helped make it happen today. We're going to be back on Monday to get it all going again, and hopefully we will have a clearer picture of what the national championship is going to look like we're going to hear from Coach Huff, get an idea of what practice is going to be all about. And we'll hear from him um, throughout the practice season, throughout the next few weeks. We're going to hear from him sporadically here on certain days. So I'm looking forward to that. And maybe a couple of things coming up our way as well. I'll leave you with that 
Thanks for tuning in. I'm your host, Paul Swan. Don't forget, if you missed any part of the show or you just would like to go catch it on a different schedule, if you can't catch it live on a regular basis, you want to be able to listen to it, you can follow me on our podcast. That's right. You can follow our podcast. It is on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcast, whatever podcaster you know, app you use, whatever podcatcher you use, anything like that, you can find the show. Give us a follow. I really would appreciate it. Back on Monday, we'll do it all over again. We'll be at the Union Pub and Grill for our final time for just a few months. Just it, It's a brief hiatus, I promise. It's all good. Don't get that rumor started. Good night. WRBC Huntington, W231BS Huntington, broadcasting from the Oscars Breakfast Burgers and Brew Studios. This is ESPN 94.1 and AM 930.